Oh, it's on. Hi, everyone. Are we live? We're live. We're hot. This is a hot mic. I probably don't need to lean this far forward. No, no, no. I don't think so. Thank you all for being here. This is so cool. I haven't talked to an, an adult in three weeks, so <laughs> this could get real weird real fast. I apologize in advance if I ask you if you're thirsty or if you need your diaper changed. Yeah, Sarah had a baby two weeks ago, everybody. And three she, weeks. Three weeks. Sorry, 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 sorry. Three weeks ago. Will, where are you? Will, stand I'm, up. I'm basically Rihanna. <laughs> Just call me Riri for the rest of the night. That's the only thing I'm going to answer to. Thank you in advance. How are you? Hi, we're doing this. Yeah, we're doing it. What are you reading? Is this? I like, have my show notes. Okay. Just so like, you know, I'm not. Like, I'm not. Let me tell you something. Just, she's just checking CNN I'm to make sure the bored. aliens haven't come. I'm yet. already bored. I'm already bored. Um, I only said baby once. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hi. So hi. Hi. We're doing this again. We're doing this again. This is the this will be the finale of our second season of the podcast The Refund, yeah. right? This is the finale. Mm -hmm. I've this been a little out of the loop. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. This is our finale, and we have put out two seasons in less than a year. In less than six months. In less than seven months. Yeah. In less than the amount of time it took me to grow that human, we have done two seasons. That is so true because you were already a few months pregnant. I was, I've been pregnant the whole time, and now I am not. She is no longer pregnant. This is just like my end of pregnancy party, actually. We're not going to do an episode. Yeah. I'm just going to sit up here and drink all night long, and you're going to watch what happens. Yeah. And I swear it's going to be just as fun as if we were doing an episode. Probably more fun, to be honest. I would pay to watch that. Well, that's going to be an episode, just us drinking and just seeing what happens. And that's actually a really good idea. Drunk history. Yeah. Done. Done and done. I think it would be really fun to do a drunk feminist history. Ooh. But that's just me. I think that's a fantastic okay. idea. Add it to the list. Season three. Kaylee, are we going to do a season three? Are Kaylee, we fired? Are we oh, fired should we get a yet? thumbs up from Kaylee? Okay, good. Are we good? We're good. We're learning. <laughs> We're learning. Yeah, at our last live show, my mic went out halfway through the show, and I did not know it until the end. So that we And I'm learned. super quiet, so everyone <laughs> could hear Jordan. <laughs> Whoops, my bad. I'm sorry. Um, okay, so before we get started, thank you for being here. It means a lot. I mean, it's so fun to see familiar faces, new faces, super fans, Mark Williams right there. Mark Williams. Um, but I also want to take a moment to thank our partners that have been a part of this live show. First is Liz Krueger. Liz. Liz. Uh, Liz, Look at that outfit. Yeah, Liz and Lululemon, thank you guys for the space, for you know bringing on these wonderful vendors, for these outfits, for these water bottles. We couldn't have done it without you, so thank you so much. Um, our next partner is the Vine Room, which is the wine and the snacks that you are drinking, so please eat up. That is local and women-owned. Uh, our other two is ear candy. So Sarah, show them your new ear piercing. We had Mindy come in from ear candy who does piercings, which is amazing. She's a registered nurse. She can come to your house, pierce your ears and anything else. I, I don't know what else you would want to pierce, but I'm just going to, PG is going to be your ears. You can ask her about the other stuff. Um, but I'm I mean, no is only a no unless you ask the right person. So <laughs> Correct. There's a lesson right there. And then uh, Sip and Bloom. Do you see all the beautiful floral arrangements? David, where are you? Where's David? Oh, oh David. thank you, David. Thank you, thank you. He did such a fantastic job on our florals. 
and put it around our new neon sign. Um, Which were write-offs. Correct. <laughs> Including our hair and makeup, which Sam did. Where is Sam? 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 Yeah, I don't wake up like this. But oh, I do. <laughs> and I'm never, I mean, I'm not taking this makeup off. I'm sleeping in this tonight, just so you know. Um, but thank you again to all of our partners. It, we couldn't have done it without you, and it's made it a really amazing experience. So Wait, that, I have uh, to interject, yeah. though, on the thank yous. While I was having a baby, I was not doing anything for this event. And so literally none of us would be here if it was not for all of Jordan's extra above and beyond efforts. And Kaylee, who just made this whole shebang happen and listened to me be confused for weeks (laughs) about what was going on. And then like asking weird questions, which they clearly already had under control. But you... Thank you for of course. making this happen. Yes. And thank you for not firing us and letting us have a season three. Yes. Thank you, Kaylee. Cut to Kaylee from whatever camera we're at. Cut yes, to cut to Kaylee. This means I'm the, the godmother of your child, right? You are the Excellent. godmother. You thank are. you, thank you, thank you. If there's a notary, we can make it legit. Yay. Do we have somebody can, that can notarize paperwork? There, <gasps> done. Yes. Jordan. Done. Okay, that's all of our partners. Thank you, thank you. Um, before, before we bring in our guest, what has happened since season one, which wrapped up at the end of last year? Well, I'm not pregnant. So yay for me. <laughs> that was kind of a whirlwind. But we also, since we, like, in a really condensed timeline, you know, Jordan approached me to talk about, hey, should we be on a podcast? Oh, by the way, that is our podcast that we run. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, well, you don't have anything else going on. Sure, let's make this happen. We did that. We flew to New York. We recorded season one. We forced Kaylee to edit all of season one and release (laughs) season one. And then we decided, well, why the fuck not do a season two? This was fun. And in January, we recorded all of season two, which is metering out currently. We have how many episodes left now? There are four episodes left of season two. So check it out. And then we decided to do this event, which will be the season finale of season two. And rumor has it, we're going to Oahu for season three? Hawaii, maybe. I was thinking Hawaii, Miami, Arizona. I have a lot of ideas. Somebody told me we were going to Hawaii. My Who's sister, in charge here? My sister lives in Hawaii. That's the plug. So we have, we have somebody there. So we've had a lot of fun. I had a baby. Your business is booming. Yeah, I had a very busy end of last year. A couple businesses, consulting, jewelry business. I felt like the end of last year was insane. And even January felt like an extension of 2022. I don't know if I anybody agree. else felt that way. But I was just tired. So February 1 is my new year. That's so your new, new year. year. Yeah, new year, new me. Got it. Good for you. Um, and yeah, on, I'm pretty sure it was on January 2nd. So we couldn't even ring in the new year. We we filmed six episodes in one day. We did. We did all of our season two in one day. And now you're going to enjoy it. Of course, I was so hot being so <laughs> pregnant. So I had the window open. And if you guys watch on episode one of season two, which is, I think, mm-hmm. whatever... Whatever. What was the episode? What was it Money called? isn't the only metric. So money. we talk about money is not the only measure for success in a business. I think we get very... Honest. Yeah. We get very honest about that there's other ways to drive success. It's not just money. It's a really good episode. It's actually our most popular episode. I was just going to say, I mm-hmm. think that was our, has been our number one. If you zoom in on the video, you will see how blue Jordan's feet, My feet are. She lost feeling in her feet. And I was like, you guys, I feel great. Like this, I need this airflow in my life. It was like 20. I killed all of my plants because they all froze. 
Sarah was like, is it cold? And I'm like, no, 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 not at all. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. I'm totally fine. Her foot does not look fine in that episode. Yeah. Which probably there's like an OnlyFans for that. So I feel like. Correct. If we want to monetize this podcast, I think we have our first little snippets. Don't worry. We're making making money now. Don't worry, Sarah. We've got sponsors now. (laughs) The the other thing I want to update the group on is in our last live event, we were talking about how I was attempting to plan for a paid maternity leave. Mm-hmm. And it's worked. I'm being paid to be on leave right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm, thank you. It's possible. I'm super, I'm super excited about that. And you know that's something that we've talked about as small business owners, that one, especially as women in business, it can feel really hard to step away from your business. And you're terrified, is the team the right team? Are my people the right people? Are my clients going to understand that I'm stepping away? Mm -hmm. Or my followers or whoever that loves to purchase your product, you know, whatever your business may be, that can feel super, super scary. And I was scared too. (laughs) And I'm sure my partner was scared too. (laughs) And I have not had to miss a paycheck, which I... I'm very proud of, and that speaks to my team being able to manage everything while I've been gone, and I have not hopped into a meeting. I have not had to hop on a call with my team. Like, they've managed everything. So I'm super excited to share and hopefully inspire that you can step away and everything will be fine. It's going to be fine. Yes. It's going to be fine. Congratulations. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. Yay. Thanks. You can help me eventually when I have a baby. Oh, girl, I was going to tell you all I'm terrified about not being able to... You pay can myself. Away. I'll help you. Okay. I'll just pay you. Perfect. Perfect. I'll just be far. <laughs> no, you'll be payroll. fine. You don't even need me. You'll be fine. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it. We can definitely talk about it. I love it. Well, that's really exciting. Thanks. I okay. So it's our finale for season two. What are we talking about? Today, we are going to refund the concept that you can't pivot. Oh, cut to Ross. The demographic pivot! gets it. Pivot! This demographic. Yay. I didn't even plan that, but definitely we got to cut to Ross. You know we what? Pivot. I love Ross. I feel like he's a hated character on Friends. Oh my God, I, I have dreams I about Ross. I actually really like him because he's like kind of insufferable, but like in a very charming way. In like a way. weird kind of sexy way? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I like I, Ross. he's, yeah, he, you just know who he is. And I you get him, right? You get him. him. But it can feel impossible if you're in a lucrative career climbing a ladder mm-hmm. or if you're loving like, like building your family and staying home full time or if you started one business and you're like, well, fuck, this isn't the business I want, but how do I shift that business? We want to talk about what that looks like because you can pivot and it doesn't have to be scary, even though it is going to be a little bit scary, but it's okay because you can still be successful. So mm-hmm. we're going to have a conversation about that today. And You've I, pivoted. I've pivoted. Our guest is going to talk about her pivot. And I even think too, when I was thinking about this topic, it's like over the past three years, we've heard the term, the great resignation. We've probably even felt it within our businesses and I want to rebrand that as like the great transformation that I think a lot of people have had a lot of aha moments in the past three years where they're like, oh, I hate my job or, oh, I hate my spouse. I have to be with them all the time. <laughs> That's a good pivot to bring <laughs> yes. up. Don't stay unhappy. Yes. And it's not. And to me, it's I think it's a transformation. It's a pivot. You can call it whatever you want. You know, I love me a good rebrand. <laughs> always, always, always. And because I'm a preparer, I was looking at statistics about this specifically and why people were leaving their careers. And I found that almost half of the U.S. labor force changed their job during the pandemic. Over half? half. I mean... Anyone here change your job during the pandemic? See, look at that. You've got a big chunk of people that have changed, decided... That's at least 25%. Yep. 
And on average, on average, people will have 12 different jobs throughout their career. 12? 12. It has upped since the last time they've done this research. I need more jobs. <laughs> we, we have enough businesses, Sarah. No more. No more. No more businesses. And then what was really interesting is that millennials have driven the largest impact of these career changes. I like to think because we're both millennials, we've never been through a stable uh, economy ever. We've lived through a lot of uh, chaos, pandemics, uh, a lot of tragedy in our lives. So I like to think that we're very risk averse, which is not surprising to me. But yeah, I think a lot of people have called this in a negative connotation, the great resignation, but I actually think it's a really positive thing. I think people have gotten really clear on what it is they want to do. And we want to return the idea that you can, you can radically change your life, business, whatever it is. So based on that topic, let's chat about it. We are going to bring on a special guest to talk about that who has done that herself. And our special guest, I'm going to read her intro because it's wonderful and I can't do it any better is Kimley Curry. So Kimley Curry's current career as a food content creator began organically through her obsession with food and documenting her experience at local restaurants. What began as a simple outlet for her passion evolved into a career sharing the love of food with her followers. She especially loves supporting local mom and pop establishments that deserve much attention as she can provide with her large following via Instagram. Please welcome Kimley Curry. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Your story is so fascinating because, well, one, I love a good pivot, right? We already talked about Ross. But two, your pivot was super extreme. Like from where you what you were doing to what you're doing now. So what were you doing? Because I don't even think I know. I don't like I think I don't even think I understand what that is. Totally. You would make sure that people weren't dying in hospitals. Like yeah. it was it was a big deal. You were in healthcare. Like no one wakes up and is like, oh, I'm an I'm an influencer. It's just like that. I feel like we we pretend it's like that or people make it seem like that, but you were in a completely different industry. So where did you start and how did you get to where you're at now? Twenty years. Twenty years. I was healthcare. in the hospital, healthcare. I was a cardiac um type tele telemetry tech. So I would sit in the office and look at heart rhythms, basically, for 12 hours straight in a small little office. <laughs> Windowless? No, a window, oh, actually. Good. You had a well, window. Well, it depends, because oh. I worked at three different jobs for a few years. So I worked at another hospital. I'm sorry, my mouth is open. You, hold on. So you monitored people's hearts. Did people die in your job? Was that like a real thing? It happened, thing? yeah. Okay. It, it does so happen, that's unfortunately. that's a thing. Like that's, I think we forget the world we live in until you enter healthcare and you're like, oh, people die on your job. You're like, they I can. color for a living. So this is. <laughs> yeah, I organize things for a living. This is serious. I'm, yeah. Okay. And then you worked three jobs at one point? I did for a few years. And then finally, it was just getting to be too toxic and really mm. stressful. I started to hate my job. You know, I did it for so long. It was like an easy job, no brainer, but I wanted to be more fulfilled in a different way. And I didn't think I was a, a creative, really, you know, because for years before that, I would take pictures of food for fun, you yeah. know. I'd post on Facebook and then... Yeah. You know, people don't really care about your food pictures on Facebook, you know? Like, what the <laughs> heck is throwback. that? So you had you know? started on Facebook when it, like, had first become a thing. Kind of, yeah. But, like, who cares about, like, oh, she had a burger. There's a pizza there, you know? Like, big deal. And then I discovered Instagram, and I was like, oh, I found my people. You know, there's 
pictures of food. I was already like, this is a, you know, so I started taking pictures of food and just posting on there just because. And what year was that when you found Instagram? 2013. Oh, so wow. like early adopter to the platform. Yeah, pretty early, I Definitely think. Definitely still the Wild West. I feel like it still is kind of. Of course. It, it always It's is, always yeah. changing. Yeah. It's always but at changing. least the algorithm was slightly stable at that point. Yeah. Maybe there wasn't even it was, an algorithm. There was an algorithm. So. I feel like it was easy to, I guess, grow followers. Not that I was trying to do that, you know, because I was just posting for fun for friends to see. Yeah. And then next thing I was like, oh, I'm growing. This is weird, you yeah. know. It was almost like ahead of... Facebook realizing it could be a business engine instead of a social. Yeah, Facebook didn't have Instagram then. Yeah, there wasn't the engine that exists now. I do love, yeah. though, the idea that you didn't think you're creative, and I feel like you're in a really creative spot. So, like, let's let go of that. That, like, creative doesn't just mean you're, like, coloring for a living. It means <laughs> that you're interested in that and that you can show creativity in different ways. Even if you're not a professional photographer, it's the idea of just, like, presenting what yeah. you want to celebrate via photos. Take it on your phone. So that was... 2013, at what point are you like, I've had enough of people dying on the clock. Oh my gosh. <laughs> how do I, how do I not do that? Like what was, what was the moment where you were like, oh, I'm seeing a following. I'm seeing this as a potential way to like make a living out of this. How did you know, okay, I'm, I can do this for real. It was back in 2015 when a restaurant, um, Fire Lake downtown, when they were around, had reached out to me. They're the first people said, hey, if you want to come by and take pictures, you know, here's some food. I'm like, what? You know, that was so cool to me. So I was like, okay, I'd love to do that. And then once that started happening, you know, it happened more often. And I still worked for a few more years. So finally in 2017, with the support of my family, I was like, I've had enough of the hospital. It was just too much. I mean, it was stressful. I was coming home crying. I was like, mm -hmm. I need to get out of here. And so I decided, decided to take the plunge and do it. Okay, wait, the Fire Lake down Grill at downtown? Where, yeah. You know, I used to host there when I was in college. No they way. They have amazing popovers. Like, I'm pretty sure they... No, no, they made even, the best popovers. You're yeah, right about that. I don't even think so I got what? a paycheck. I think they just gave me popovers. <laughs> and like... And you were like cool with yeah, that. Yeah, and I was in college, so I was like, food I don't have Bring to pay on. for. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. That's so funny. What yeah. a weird... Wow. I didn't weird, even know that either. What a weird coincidence <laughs> that was. Full circle moment right here, folks. Full circle. Yeah. <laughs> so how how long do you think you had been, you had, so 20, how many years had it been until you t officially took the leap? Four. Four. Thank you four. for doing the math. I know. It's like, I, I was like, it, I'm like, not going to count four. in front of people. I don't want to count in front of people. My dad is so proud of me right now. <laughs> you were doing the math. I was asking a question. <laughs> I mean, I was doing it all along from 2013, 2017, um, like on breaks at work. People didn't know, like, I'm like, I take a break and like, I'd go to coffee shops or restaurants and take pictures of my scrubs and then head back to work and then do a post <laughs> later. It was yeah. truly a hustle. Wait, yeah. I have a question about this though. When you talk about taking pictures, you're doing this on your iPhone? Yeah, on my iPhone. Can we just put a pin in that? Kimley's Wait, hitting. hold on. Pin placed. Pin's in there. <laughs> Ding. We got to have like a sound and post yeah. for that. Pin. What I love about what I'm hearing here is you were asked by a legitimate business to come in and take photos. And you are not a professional photographer with professional gear. Definitely not. <laughs> that is cool. You don't have to, right? Like there's a time and place for production. And there's a time and place for other type of talent to come in and capture. Yeah. And I think that that's what's 
the first really neat thing that I'm hearing besides you leaving a job that did not make you happy. I love that. But this to me is really inspiring because it's so easy for us to think I don't have a degree or I don't have the equipment or I'm not a professional that stops us from doing what we want to do. I Googled a bunch of shit, and that's how I got good at what I'm doing. Still am. Still am Googling. <laughs> Hopefully my clients aren't cringing right now. But that's- <laughs> no, I, no I, I would, it would be weird if you, if you didn't Google things. That's the reality. Totally. I didn't get a brand management, brand identity degree anywhere. I just figured it out and learned what worked and learned what didn't work, and I kept doing the things that worked, and I stopped doing the things that didn't. And then I got really good at it. And then I got more clients, right? And like that is where the snowball happened that grew my business where it is today. You didn't have a professional degree. Mm-hmm. You were no not experience even, whatsoever. no experience. Like and, even t- taking pictures of, pictures of food, I had zero experience. And food photography is really technical and can be very difficult. Oh, right. Yes. And you were able to use a creative eye. Like I could talk about all the design principles you were using, whether you knew them or not. You know them though innately. And you were able to market yourself and say, Oh, yeah, you should have me come in. And this restaurant <laughs> that has the best popovers in Minneapolis, but they're not mm-hmm. here anymore. Yeah, they're out of business. So that's not a good sign. <laughs> they're, new rest, they're a different restaurant now. Yeah, I don't think they're everything. around anymore. Not because yeah, do they, they still have good popovers? <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, it's a whole different restaurant. Got it. Not even the yeah, same yeah. thing. Okay. The same. But still, they recognized your ability and they didn't care about your credentials. No, they didn't. They, they didn't say, hey, show me your resume. Let me see your CV. Is that what it's called? CV? CV? Yeah, okay. See, <laughs> I don't even know. Let me just say, fuck cover letters. Who's doing those? What a waste of time. Not me, clearly. Just, just call me and I'll give you a five-minute recap so much easier. of what my resume does not tell you. For the love of God, do not make me add another thing I have to put in Microsoft Word. Please. I Googled this from 2010 <laughs> yeah. to forever. Yeah, Google and a lot of risk. And and I, I even think, too, like what's interesting about what you do as an influencer is I people like that it's not professional photography because it's approachable. People want reviews from real people. That's why Yelp is really popular. I read reviews for every single thing that I want because I want real people to tell me if it's good or not. I want a real person to show me her experience instead of a really, really expensive, highly produced picture of a cheeseburger, which we know is fake anyways. That's intimidating, actually, to have yeah, that. Yeah, like. it's not approachable. Like, I, I think that's something that you were, you had kind of the, the foresight. The foresight? Is that the right word? Forethought. <laughs> I almost said something else. <laughs> That's immediately where I went. So I was like, whoopsies. Um, Speaking of babies. Actually, whoops. Anyways, you were ahead of the trend is what I really mean by creating an And like in your mind, you're like, oh, I just, I love taking pictures. But to people, it was like, oh, this is someone who's like a foodie, which that term I feel like has evolved in the past five years mm-hmm. to really take the leap. Okay, now my next question. I'm here for it. Is <laughs> so in order for you to leave your job, I'm assuming you were paid in the healthcare job that you had, correct? Mm-hmm. So as an influencer, I'm assuming you had to get paid. I had so to. So yes. when did you make the switch where you're like, oh, I can make money doing this? Because I think there's a misconception that you know you could become an influencer and just start making money immediately, and I just don't think it's that's not the easy. Case. I mean, right. when people reach out to you, I'm a lot of times it's like you know. We'll, it's like a trade, you know, like, you know, give you free food or whatnot. But I'm like, that doesn't pay the bills. Eventually, you kind of learn that. At first, it's like, oh, this is awesome. But down the line, like, it's all your work and time. You know, your time is very valuable. And I realize that. So, like, it's not worth it for me to go post for a brand for, like, let's say a sandwich for a big company or restaurant for free. 
you know. Let's pause here. Influencers, it doesn't make sense for you to post for a sandwich for free. <laughs> I need that on a mug. So don't do that anymore, okay? Yeah. Sometimes trade makes sense, right? We all get to choose what we want to exchange our time for. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it would really do the collective good if we could stop undervaluing our time and energy and efforts. Can I get an yeah. amen for that? Like, let's yes. own it. I mean, it's like the same, like you see ads in magazines or television commercials. It's like essentially the same and just in a different yeah. format. And it is. And that's never guaranteed. That's no, the other exactly. thing, too. When you're talking about, especially in the influencer space, oh, yeah. a tit for tat, quid pro quo, this for that. You can't promise that your content is going to perform. That's not the point. Correct. This isn't sales. This is marketing. This is advertising. That's not necessarily guaranteed. Now, hopefully you can back it up by you've got a following and there's some yep. generic assumptions we can make about that success mm -hmm. rate, right? But to promise, oh, if you do this for me, I'll give you 10%. That's a shit deal. Don't sign up for that. You're yep. not doing sales for them. You're, exactly. you're doing advertising for them. Right. Two different metrics that need to be explored and then, you know, compensated for. Right. Absolutely. It's brand awareness. It's like a part of the funnel that can't be directly tied to sales. Not necessarily. Sometimes there is like a clear line, but mm -hmm. I feel like for your industry and what you're in, like you can't say you're going to sell a hundred sandwiches because you, you can't guarantee that. I can that. never guarantee you can never that. Guarantee that. Right. No. It's a squishy, we like to say squishy metrics. Yeah. My brand metrics are squishy metrics. The ROI on that can be really difficult. And the algorithm to too. I mean, it could be a crap day. Yes. You get nothing, and then mm -hmm. also I'm like, wow, you know, it's doing great. It's like you can never guarantee, or just you just never know. It's and just, Mark could just decide to turn the platform off because Mark had a bad day. Like, <laughs> wait, which Mark? Mark Zuckerberg? I just, there's another Mark here, so Not I just want to confirm the power he holds. Not Mark D. Williams, <laughs> yeah. fantastic home builder. <laughs> but like, there's so much out of our control, yeah. right? So that's really unfair to be gold against yeah. that mm -hmm. because there's so much that you can't control. So again, influencers, yes, <laughs> do everyone a favor, charge for your shit, please. Thank you. Yep. And what I'm curious about is knowing what you know now, what would you have done differently if you knew that you were going to transition, make a complete shift in your career? What would you? Have I would have quit the quit the hospital a long time ago, like before oh. that, instead of stressing out holding on for a few more years when I could have just taken the plunge and done it you know did it mm. take the risk is yeah. what I'm hearing. take the risk take instead the of risk. taking the safety I like that yeah okay this is your sign whatever you're thinking about doing just do it but we're not <laughs> help liable if something bad happens <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's how you you sign signed the contract call? when you walked in, right? right? Like, Where's our attorney? I know there's an attorney in here. <laughs> Mine's yeah. right there. Mine's right there. I'm covered. She said I'm fine. Everything just, I'm doing is she great. She just winked at us and said it was legal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how legal works. She right? also confirmed it's a write-off. <laughs> just kidding. I understand that a lawyer doesn't help me with that. <laughs> That's her call. Unless the IRS calls. <laughs> okay, so in the realm of influencers... Um, can you give us like an honest point of view about what it actually means to be an influencer? Because I think there's a lot of bullshit. Only because I bullshit I feel like is a little too direct. But I feel like there's a lot of highlight reel with being an influencer. Yeah. And and I want to know as somebody who's like successfully grown a following by you know uplifting local restaurants, traveling. I feel like your life looks really sexy. And I want to know, is it or? It's I like mean, <laughs> online it does, but behind 
the scenes, it's tough work. There's tears, there's sweat, there's burnt out. You know, I get burned out occasionally where sometimes I, you know, question myself, like, do I really want to do this? Mm. You know, some days where I don't want to and some days, you know, I still love it if I let myself be like what I was before. Because sometimes, like, you know, there's work that's, like, constant. And people don't know, like, you don't just take pictures. You spend time, like, editing and thinking what to write. And then when you post, it's, like, for me, for me, it takes, like, hours, you know, depending on the situation. Mm. Or and your like, content is really good. It shows in the content that you create, that you're not just, like, willy-nilly on a to whim. To just put, quickly take a picture and post. Right. Like, some people can do that, but I'm just, I guess I'm more OCD with that, you know, I'm very yeah. particular. What I think is fascinating is you're touching on something that we talk a lot about with my branding clients is, especially as a personal brand, you get to choose the components of who you are that you want to bring into your brand, that you want to bring into your business, that you want to bring into your social presence, and the pieces you want to leave out. And even when you're truly bringing an authentic piece forward, you are consciously thinking about what a boundary is that you're not willing to pass, yeah. right? Yes. And that takes energy and thought yep. of how am I going to show up today? How am I going to show up in this room? How am I going to show up? I use the example on a different one of our episodes. I spoke at the University of Minnesota. We all know if we've listened to the podcast or if you've talked to me for five minutes, I swear. <laughs> I just do. And I decided that is a part of the Sarah Schultz brand that's not coming to the U with mm -hmm. me. Because... <laughs> That just didn't quite feel appropriate for these yep. sweet little mm -hmm. impressionable students. I just, it didn't feel good, right? Yeah. I had to consciously think about that for 45 fucking minutes. <laughs> and that was exhausting. That was really hard, right? That was really hard for me to do because I was really focusing on, okay, what version of me am I bringing forward? Yeah. And so that's mm -hmm. kind of what I'm hearing you touch on right now. Kimmy, I mean, you want to bring your best forward. Exactly. But there are some parts of you, and it's, it doesn't mean it's not authentic, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But you have to think about that. You have to plan for that. You have to yeah. strategize that. You do, no matter what. I mean, yeah. I don't put whatever my personal life out there. Some people do, which is great, but for me, I just remain professional. And it's still me. Totally. It's just not all of me. You know? Exactly. And I think people forget about that mm -hmm. when they try to step into creating a personal brand or they try to step into a social presence. It is so easy to catfish. Like, yeah, you think you have to be I could literally or not. make like a yeah. Instagram of this, right? You guys saw me posting earlier. I did not look like this earlier this morning, right? It's pretty easy to, to fake something on the social realms. I'm, I'm pretty sure there was a chip in your hair there. this morning. When you sent me a video, I was like, this yeah. is the Sarah I know. You can post that. Like, it's fine. You can but, let the people know. But I think that's something that I want to like shake loose is that the idea of like having influence or what does it truly mean to be an influencer doesn't mean you have to like like exploit your personal life no. to make money so you can get like a you fucking can keep it private yeah to get a vitamin deal or whatever it is <laughs> like like you just see so many people doing that where they're just so jordan needs vitamins is so, what i'm oh hearing my God, i am so deficient i need some serious vitamins if anybody wants to sponsor me Ritual? i'm not gonna Ritual? go on instagram though and, and talk about it live <laughs> so good luck um but what i love what i love about you is that like the perception of an influencer is totally different because you don't have to be this like archetype that a lot of influencers are where they're very outgoing and they are who they are on social. Like you are very personable and you're very, and you're introverted and I can be introverted too. And I love that because you show up, you can have influence and be authentic, but that doesn't mean you have to like compromise your values or yes. be somebody that you're not. Yes. 
to like make an impact in the community. And I think we need to like, you need to let that go. You don't need to be somebody. I mean, I don't want to be on Instagram reels or any of that <laughs> shit. So like, I get it. But like, I look at Sarah and I admire her because Sarah will just like go live right now. And I'm like, I would oh. go live right now. I'm like, Should I? Yeah, I was like, I was like, people can see you. You know that, right? And you're, you're like, yeah. She's always like, have you, have you looked in a mirror today? And but, I'm like, no. <laughs> But that's why, that's why I love like your interpretation of it and your interpretation of it are so different, but you still have influence in the work that you do and the people that you support in the community. And I think that that's really important. I think that for those who want to have influence or show up, like you can do that. And you don't have to do like the, hey guys, swipe up. Like Ooh. we don't have to do any of that, okay? We don't have to. Like <laughs> you can if you want yes. to. Yes, yes. But please don't. But you don't have to. <laughs> I'm so, like I'm so sick of people just selling me shit. I'm like, I know you're just getting money. Just like only sell things that you really, really want to sell. That's palpable too. Yeah. You can tell, Kimberly, I know you personally. I know you online. You're you. Right. And I think that's probably why so many brands are excited to connect with you. Mm -hmm. And in a world where catfishing was born and then discovered. <laughs> yeah. And we've like, we've like figured it out. It's really refreshing to see honesty mm -hmm. and authenticity and genuine personas online mm -hmm. when it is so easy to be fake. Yes. You're not fake at all. You're just who you are. I've spent mm -hmm. time with you. It's just so lovely to see. I Thank know you. what you're saying yeah. is real, and I trust that. Because I know some people, they do have a different persona on social media, which, you know, it's fine because that's social media. And, behind, you know, and then they have a different personality that oh. behind closed yeah. doors. I've come that's across some people. That's a bad experience. It is. You I've, meet somebody, and you're like, you're a fucking dud. Like, you are so, like... <laughs> I seriously, Jordan, I, you know Jordan, what I mean? Though, have you who are you talking that? about? Who is this that you are referencing? I am thinking of a specific Are they in memory. this room right no. now? No, 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 no. I'll never talk to that no. person again where I was like, yikes, <laughs> you are true. full of it. Like, it wow. No, oh my thanks. God, I hope it's not me. No, 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 it's not you. But like, that's what, that's why I put a bad taste in my mouth and working with influencers. Cause I'm like, you guys are just full of shit. I was like, you're just going to show up and then, you know, not be who you really are. But like, you have, I think, shattered that what I have experienced. Oh, and that was only a I couple agree. it was only a couple times. It was not you. Never you. <laughs> Who would be doing a podcast? <laughs> You're such a dud. Let's do a podcast. Yes. It's actually, this is actually just, yeah, all gets you. No, I'm just kidding. But I feel like that's just important to state because I think there's a lot of pressure to like have influence and feel like you have to be somebody you're not, and that's just not true. And you're and what's interesting is it's the business is not you. The business is you amplifying restaurants and local That's businesses, important to me, yes. Which shows, and that I feel like that is very admirable. I agree. I think it's super cool. And I think what you touched on earlier, too, is this makes it sustainable for you, that it's authentic, that it's mm -hmm. genuine, that you truly like what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And that is what's going to potentially keep you from another pivot because you're unhappy. You were unhappy in your previous career you were tired of it and yes. you were like, now is time for change. Mm -hmm. And hopefully I was really unhappy in my professional, my corporate career, because I'm still very professional. Super. <laughs> Super profesh. Super profeshy. You were unhappy. Mm -hmm. And I I hope that what people, you know, think about and take away from today is you don't have to get to unhappiness to mm -hmm. change. Mm -hmm. You can make that change before the unhappiness red flag flies because that's going to create a lot of misery and fear and just there's yuck in that space. 
And I'm sad that we all were, we had yeah, that, like, right? that's that's us. Us. <laughs> For us, all, I'm so sad. But I've yeah. also made pivots when I wasn't sad. Mm -hmm. And that's been really refreshing to learn from that you don't have to get to that point where you're going home from work crying or you're hanging up with a client crying. Yeah. Yep. And I also think, too, what I just think about all of our experiences is that we've all, I don't even necessarily think we're experts. I mean, we can call ourselves experts, but like, we don't have our master's degree. You don't have to go and, and be something or achieve something to start doing it. You just need to put yourself out there and be okay with kind of messing up along the way. I mean, when I was in corporate America, I wasn't happy and they threw me into an acquisition, one of the biggest acquisitions they had to date. And they were like, hey, so can you run this? And I was like, I guess I am now. And now I have experience running, you know, hundreds of million dollars worth of acquisitions just because they took a chance on me. I said, I'm going to figure it out along the way. And now I have that under my belt. But if and I, you Googled it. Well, yeah. How did you acquire a... I said, what is an acquisition? Um, yeah, I got this. But because I knew like this is going to be new, but if I do it and I do it well, that's something I put under my belt. And even in the consulting work that I've done now, like... I didn't go and get my master's. I didn't go through the certification programs. Like I did it through experiences and kind of mm -hmm. fucking up enough for me to realize like, what am I actually good at? And I think that's part of when you're changing, it's not going to be seamless. It's actually going to be kind of painful mm -hmm. and you're not going to figure it out until you're either, hopefully you don't get to the unhappy point, but you have to put yourself out there. I mean, that's, and be okay with it not working out. It's good to take that risk because then you'll know. Yeah. So you're happy you took the risk. I am. Yes. Yeah. I can imagine being at the hospital now. It'd be, it'd be a nightmare. And what are you like the most proud of now mm -hmm. that you've taken this risk and you've produced really cool content for a lot of incredible brands? Anything really stand out? Um, I guess it was amazing. Like for me, like, I guess to be able to travel, like people recognize that. So I'm like, really? You want to have me out so-and-so wherever and take content and post about it and you know that was like a big deal to me to meet other chefs out there and Amazing. people so do they pay for your travel some of them do yeah can i come with sure <laughs> i'll pack you in my suitcase sorry do you want to you could fit do you want to do i do i can like really i cannot fit in a suitcase but i can come Okay, and I want to know, now that you know what you've known in the past X amount of years, I didn't didn't do the math either. We said four years ago. I don't know how long <laughs> it's been. five since the four. We five added five? plus it's one. 2017, yeah. I don't know where we're at it's present 23. day. Six. Six. See, I didn't Thank do the math you. <laughs> what, what would you say to, this is a two-parter. Okay. Well, how would you define your success now that you know what you know? And what advice would you give to people that are looking to change their career? I would just say take the plunge and do it. Like, don't overthink it because what's the worst that can happen? You can just have another career. I mean, if you don't take that plunge, you wouldn't be where you are because who knew that I was going to do something like this? It might not be forever, but it's a fun ride. You know, it's a mm. great opportunity. I've, got, I've met so many people. I've met my best friend online, and I've met you guys. I mean, you know. And we're me. now best friends, Yeah, right? now we're best friends. I'm the best friend that she was referencing. <laughs> it's Sarah. It's me. <laughs> Okay, and then how do you define your success? Um, gosh, that's a tough one. I don't know. I mean, is it, I feel like success, is it like the flexibility that you have in your life? I guess is I like, it... I do like the flexibility, even though some, some days it's more than 12 hours that I take, but it's rewarding because for me, I, I don't like the nine to five. I don't like clocking in. 
because I feel like it's too rigid for me. And I love being able to do whatever I want in my own time, even though sometimes I can't, but it's just much easier for me. I'm happier, I, I'm happier with this kind of life where I'm like, you never know. Because you never know. It's a, the risk is like, it could go away, mm -hmm. like especially for me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Especially during when COVID happened. Right. That was a scary time because I didn't work for a while, but it was nice that family that you know at home that supported me. So it was a nice break. Honestly, it gave me a. It made me think about, you know, like when this happened again. Like, it made me slow down, which I needed oh, so great. bad instead of just working through all the time. Well, because social media can be crazy. Like, oh Instagram, yeah. You could because you could technically be on. I mean, you can be obsessed with it. Yeah. Like yeah. I. Could get that it can way, get unhealthy. Honestly. The relationship very can get unhealthy because you feel like you had to post every day, all the time, and you felt like you had to be out there for people. And then it was nice when I didn't have to. Like yeah. I don't feel like doing anything. I can take, like every January, take January off for me just for my yes. mental health. Yeah, for my creative boundaries. Yeah, COVID I think has been good in that regard. Again, Learn to say no. Yeah, yeah it was so tying nice. back to what's important and what is important in your life. It's not just the money; it's the flexibility and all. And your of time. That. I mean, next thing you know, you're yes. like, like I said, a few years later, I was like, I've been working so hard at the whole social media that I didn't feel like taking a break. It wasn't healthy. Yeah. So. Good for you, Kimberly. That's, Kim that's oh, so cool. It's very admirable. That's super You get great. paid to eat really amazing food for a living. You're living my dream. That's huh? amazing. <laughs> I sense a pivot coming for pivot. you. Pivot. <laughs> I'm just going to come with you. Okay. I'm actually not going to do any of the work. I'm just your plus one everywhere you and go. And just eat with me? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And my husband, too. We, we got to get him. That's how we're paying him. <laughs> Max. Max. Um, thank you. I mean, your story is fantastic. The success you've had is amazing. What are our three takeaways from today? Let's start with just pivot. Just do it. Pivot! Like, I just keep hearing Ross I, I every know. time. Me too. I'm thinking of the scene, right? Everyone is, hopefully. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, we are not friends anymore, for real. But I think just reminding yourself that you can do the pivot. And you probably should take the pivot before you're unhappy. And mm -hmm. if you're feeling that like kind of gut uh, something feels yucky, like just trust yourself mm -hmm. and shift whatever direction you need to shift so that you can find happiness. Because mm -hmm. we've talked about this a lot. You are probably spending a majority of your time with your coworkers, with your clients, with your consumer, whatever, in your business, with your team. If you're not liking it, like what the fuck are you doing? Mm -hmm. So Agreed. please just pivot faster and make sure that you're happy. <laughs> doing it. That's my number one. Yeah. I think number two is it's, you don't need to psych yourself out on being ready or being certified. Just start. And, and again, it's not going to happen tomorrow. Just have some experiences, start testing out with clients, people, side projects, or even as Kimley was sharing, like she did it on the side because she loved it. So just start somewhere. You're never going to be an expert. You kind of just got to put yourself out there. That mm -hmm. touches on imposter syndrome a little bit yeah. too, which we talk about a lot, right? We think we have to have X, Y, Z in order to do one, two, three. Mm -hmm. And that's just not real. You don't have to, like, unless you're trying to be a brain surgeon, I don't really care about <laughs> yeah, your credentials. Yeah, yeah, You have to be certified to do that. Please. <laughs> or like a rocket scientist, like you should probably know some math. And Medical like very specific field. math, not just counting. Yeah, not like, counting the years. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to be better than me. <laughs> so I just, I, I think that we should just like quit imposter syndrome, yes. right? Like you're good enough to do whatever it is that you want to do. And you yeah. probably don't really need an MBA to do it. Good Correct. for you if you need an MBA. Yeah. But like, 
you probably don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Depending on what you're trying to do. And the third one that's coming to mind that if it doesn't work out, like that's the worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. Like if it didn't work out, like, do you know how many things I've pivot again? That have You've done it before. Do it like, again. To me, it's, it's better to take the risk and have failed to have never done it. I mean, that's so cliche, but it's, it's true. It's the, think about the worst case scenario. Like I'm a firm believer that like people who put themselves out there, they will always find a way. They'll always find a way to make money. If we, for some reason, lost business, we'd find a way. We'd sell pictures of our feet. Like we would 100%. find a way. percent. I would find a way to make money tomorrow, no matter what it was. I'd get pregnant again just to sell pregnant photos of myself. Like, you'd, we'd figure it out. That seems very lucrative. I am fascinated by that. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many questions. We don't have time for on that. But I'm on it. That to me is just think about like, well, what's the worst that could happen? Like truly and not in a negative way, but just to comfort yourself. And living through that worst, like if the worst really happened, I guarantee it was way worse in your head than it was in real life. Always. It mm -hmm. was way worse what you hyped up in your head than what actually happened. We've both had funky legal shit happen in our businesses. Yep. The story I wrote in my head of what was going to happen was infinitely worse than what, than what really happened. And I lost sleep. I yep. it was a good diet plan, actually. I wasn't mad about that. But like it was it was really painful in my head. And then in reality it was fine. I mean it wasn't fine, but it was way easier yeah. than what it was in my head. And we always hype ourselves out. We always psych ourselves out. Like, why do we do that? You've already done that before. So I think if you can apply a time that you thought it was going to be way worse than it was and then pressure test it to the actuality that happened, you're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Apply that muscle memory to the fear of the pivot and realize even if you're planning for the worst, it's going to not be yes. that bad. I just, it won't yeah. be that bad. You got this. You got this. Go get it. Is that what those cards say? Go, go get, get it. it. Go get it. Everybody look underneath their seats. There's a car, car go keys, like Oprah. <laughs> There's a Porsche for one lucky winner. Look at it. Just kidding. That would be so cool. Porsche, feel free to call me. So that that is our live that's, that's our live show. A huge thank you to Kim Lee Curry for coming out me. here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you to all of you for coming to our show. It's been really fun. Um, Follow, like, subscribe. You can watch The Refund on YouTube and on Spotify. And you can ooh. listen wherever you get your podcast, wherever your favorite spot yeah. to listen to your podcast. We have four more, three more episodes. Oh, three I was good at counting earlier. Not three, so much Three now. more episodes will be coming. Um, we will share all that information on our gram. So you can find that. And then for folks who have ear piercing appointments or want to get bouquets or get their bracelets made. Zapped, getting you're, zapped. You're free That's to so go. Cool. We, if anybody has questions, we can do a live Q&A. Yeah. But if you need to go, you, you're more than welcome to. Thank you for being thank here. You, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you.